Hello and welcome back to the Ultimate Training Podcast. I am your host, J-Dub. Today we are going to go over grass or sand. Which one should you be training on uh, and why and what the studies show. We have three different studies that we're going to go over and then kind of dissect how all three will affect your training. So right into it, the first study we're going to go into is high-intensity intermittent exercise performed on the sand induces higher internal load demand on soccer players. So the title kind of gives this one away, but in this study, they test on soccer players where they do shuttle runs, which a shuttle run is basically running from point A to B and back. And then they'll have different time intervals on how fast you need to do it. Uh, They did this for two groups, one on grass, one on sand. Obviously, if they're testing the difference between the two, they want one on each. And they did two different types of testing. So the first one was an all out as fast as you can do. And the other one, based off of that, they did uh, intervals where they went for five minutes, they did a 12 second shuttle run and they changed directions every six seconds. And then they got a 12 second passive rest. They did that for a full five minutes and it went for three sets with a three minute rest in between each set. Uh, They took measures of VO2, which is oxygen uptake, heart rate, blood lactic concentration, and tested for RPE, rating of perceived exertion, as well. Uh, what they found during this was that the sand condition elicited significantly higher uh, values in peak VO2, uh, peak heart rates, uh, RPE, and blood lactate. So for equal amount of work, your body actually experienced much tougher conditions on sand than it did on grass. So that was the first study, and we'll kind of dive more into what that means after going over the next two. So study number two, uh, also done on soccer players, so it's the effect of plyometric training on sand versus grass on muscle soreness and jumping and sprinting ability in soccer players. So their training included 18 players on grass and 19 players on sand, where they did four-week plyometric training as well as sprint training. So they did some 10 and 20 meter sprints and some squat jumps and counter movement jumps during their training. After the four weeks, they found that there was uh, no significant difference in the sprint times or for the squat jumps. Uh, However, they did find that in the grass group, they improved their counter movement jump more than the uh, sand group. So two of the findings were no significant difference. And then in the counter movement jump, they found significant difference in the values between grass and sand with grass having a better results. And just like before, we'll go more in depth into that after we talk a little bit about our last study, which this last one is a meta-analysis. So it's the effect of training on sand or hard surfaces on sprint and jump performance of team sport players, a systematic review with meta-analysis 
So in this one, they had a total of six studies, 136 athletes that were all included in this. Uh, during their sprints and jump training, they found that both groups, both sand and grass, improved in both metrics and that there is no significance between the two groups. So unlike our last one, they found no significant difference in any of the measures between all of the studies. So little conflicting results between this study and the previous one. So now that we've gone over all three, uh, what, what do they mean? Like how do you use this information in your training? So let's start off with the first one. So this one shows that shows for the same amount of relative intensity, you can get uh, more physiological stress and therefore theoretically more adaptations out of the training. So, and that it could be theorized that training in sand for cardiovascular training would be more beneficial than training on grass because you're putting more stress on your cardiovascular system because your heart rate's getting higher, your VO2 max is higher during the same overall intensity of exercise. So you don't have to necessarily try harder and you just get better results. So this could be interpreted in that way. The way I see it is it's a good way to start preseason training. So before you kind of like pound your joints into the ground by getting reps and reps on harder surfaces, it's a good way to like build your body into it while still getting, I mean, potentially better uh, cardiovascular results while still sparing your joints. Because in sand, it's going to be much nicer to your joints because it takes longer for you to stop and therefore puts less overall torque on the joints during the stop and starting motions. So I would definitely recommend that, I mean, players at any level do this in preseason. So some sand training will definitely be in my athlete's uh, training program. And then as you kind of transition closer to the season, I personally would start doing more grass training than sand training just to get your joints ready for those uh, quicker change of directions and that extra force being put on it. It kind of goes into the uh, theory of specific, uh, specificity, uh, fun word to say there. <laughs> uh, basically, that's if you're going to be playing most of your points and games on grass, that's how you should be training to get your body ready for it. If you are more of a sand player than a grass player, then you can continue on doing your training in the sand and you will get the results for the type of ultimate that you want to play. For our second study, what we can kind of take away from that is that, again, you're going to get similar results in your sprints and squat jumps. So I guess I should hit a little bit on the difference between a squat jump and a counter movement jump. Uh, a squat jump is where you'll do a squat, you'll get down and ready to jump, but then you'll hold there for a few seconds so that you have no uh, reactive tendon forces that build up during the jump. And then you just 
basically use your muscle strength to jump straight up as opposed to the counter movement jump where you're using that way down to load your tendons, get a little elastic energy to use on your way up. So it's just a quick down and up and that way you get more of a tendon focused jump on that, which would make sense why that you would see more of an improvement on that on the hard surface compared to sand because in sand, when you go down for the counter movement jump, as you go down, the sand's going to be giving way a little bit. So therefore taking away some of that elastic energy and you won't be able to stress your tendons as much. And I wouldn't expect to see as much adaptation from that. So that kind of checks out in my understanding of both those movements. Uh, again, kind of why it ties back into the last one. Good for preseason. Uh, so you're still in your like trying to spare your joints because ultimate is uh, very stressful on knees, ankles, as a lot of you will know, because you play and have likely had some kind of knee or ankle injury during your career. So the more that we can reduce that in our preseason, the better will be. But again, as you get closer to end season, you will want to do more hard surface training, or you can even look at it as like, do some hard surface to get those tendons ready for it. So you don't have to necessarily do all your sand training in the beginning and then all hard surfaces later on. It can kind of be, you vary it throughout the week of how often you're doing sand compared to grass. Again, I would still kind of start skewing a lot more towards grass as the season starts with that as well. And then for our last study, it found no difference in sprinting or jumping performance. So this one would lead you to believe that it doesn't really matter which one you're trained on, you're gonna get similar effects. So it's kind of a do which one you enjoy more or even mix it up to get more variety in your training. Uh, it didn't say I didn't have access to the full article and I wasn't gonna pay the whatever $50 for it. So it didn't, I wasn't able to see if they also included counter movement jumps or if they just did squat jumps and sprint training, which I would kind of lead to believe just out of there, like finding no significant difference between either results. So I do kind of see this one and the last one tying together the first two studies. So for cardiorespiratory, it's probably better to do in sand in the beginning and then start moving on to grass and then do more of your high intensity plyometric stuff and hard surfaces. And then you can mix it up and do some of the like non counter movement stuff and sprinting in the sand. Uh, other than that, a few additional notes is like, some people that would benefit more from sand than others is uh, the masters and grandmasters players. Uh, as you age, you have less of an ability to regenerate your joints. And as like tendons are torn down, especially in the knee with meniscus, which some areas of the meniscus don't repair as well. So, if you're already having like arthritis or issues in knees or ankles, 
then it could definitely be beneficial to do more of your training in sand. It's gonna be lower impact and you're gonna see similar results between the two. So this could prolong your ultimate career. And I think we're just at the beginning of ultimate training to start seeing that more, how as people kind of age out of grass ultimate, you see more of them going towards beach. And this is very not surprising in a couple different ways. As the one that we just discussed, it's a lot easier in your joints, but it also kind of takes away a, an athletic advantage that some people have since the speed gap is reduced on sand because no one's able to get as strong of a push off then athletic ability I, i'm not gonna say it's not important on sand but less so on sand and therefore you're able to keep up for a longer period of time so it's not surprising to see people as they age to kind of prefer beach over grass in that aspect so those that's kind of a population that you might see uh, doing more beach training than grass training. And that, from my perspective, would be better even if they plan on doing more of their playtime on grass just to kind of like remove an additional stressor that they would be getting if they did all of their training on hard surfaces. Uh, that's going to pretty much wrap up this episode. So feel free to leave a rating or review or ask for any topics that you want me to go over in future episodes. Thanks for listening.